God in you will be a person of rejoicing. Now, please, you are converted. And if you're converted, then you simply take on the nature of the converted. I mean, if you were, somebody said, oh, you're a cat, then I would expect that you meowed. I wouldn't want you running to the fire hydrant. No, that makes you a dog. Come on. And so when you are converted, you are saved, you are converted, you are saved, you have a new walk that is governed by God. That is your nature. The second thing, the word salvation, means it means regeneration. Regeneration says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. And all things are become new, and all things are of God. Now, the word regeneration means a change of natures. A new nature before God and man. It means that you shall be known because of your fruits. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. In other words, your nature has been changed. You're not like the man that exchanged hatred for hatred, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. You are not that type of man that seeks vengeance. You are a type of man that forgives, a type of man that endures that others might see God at work on the inside of you. It is your nature now as a Christian to love, to give, to care, to sacrifice, to be kind, to be gentle, to be filled with joy, to be filled with faith, long-suffering, goodness. See, all of these things have transformed our life. Remember, Paul said that you are our epistles. In other words, you have been written by the Spirit. You have been regenerated, and your nature has been changed that reveals that salvation has taken place. See, you are a new creature. You have been regenerated. In other words, your nature has been changed. So sometimes we see all of the wrong, but sometimes we just need to look at all of the right that has been done in our life so that we can embrace the positive change that Jesus brought in our life through salvation, through uh, conversion, and through regeneration, and see what we're supposed to do. Sometimes I, I see people playing golf, and, uh, and, and this is nothing, I'm not condemning them, but they go out and they buy a six-pack of beer, and they're drinking it. And the more beer they drink, the worse they get. And they're just, you know, cussing and throwing clubs down and kicking the grassy, stinking clubs and stupid ball. They're the only things that's worth anything in the game. It's the guy that's swinging and hitting them that has the problem. But if they would just simply stop, go into the clubhouse and say, give me three lessons over the next month. And I'm not going to drink for the next month on the golf course. If they would do that, they would learn what they're supposed to do. 
they could really be regenerated into a golfer. And they could put off that old golfer that nobody wants to be around. Everybody's laughing at. And somebody that doesn't have enough sense to make the transformation. Well, we as Christians need to embrace the regenerated nature that is in us. And we need to embrace this is who I am. Why are you like that? Because I'm saved. I'm not trying to become anything. I am something. Abraham didn't try to be the father of many nations. God said he was the father of many nations. All right? Another thing that we are, and I love this. This is so good. We are adopted. We are adopted. And, and the adoption simply means a change of family or a new relationship with God that supersedes the former one. Now, Ephesians 1, 5 through 6 says, we have received the spirit of adoption through Christ Jesus. Now, we have received our adoption papers. It's right here in the Scripture. Now, I am adopted. Now, you, you might think, well, you know, you just bring them in the house and you feed them until they get old enough and then you kick them out. No, that's not adoption. I don't know what that is. But what we have to understand, adoption under the Roman Empire, which Paul was a Roman, so he's ministering or preaching from that aspect of it, he says that when, when uh, we look at adoption, if a Roman was going to adopt a child, that Roman had to have enough wealth behind his name and assets in order to provide for everything that that adoptee or adopted child would ever need in his life and in the generation to follow. It kind of sounded like a pattern that God would bless not only you, but the seed of the righteous. Well, when people got adopted, guess what? They become sons and daughters of God. And so, God has far more love for us than we have for our children. So, when we are adopted, guess what? We are embraced by the love of God. God forgets who we were, and He begins to treat us like His own. You know, I, I had a friend that I used to fish with all the time, and him and his wife adopted a son. I didn't know it. But they adopted a son. They couldn't have any children. And uh, they adopted this little boy. And I, when I seen the little boy, I said, man, he looks just like you. He said, really? I said, yeah, I'm telling you, man. I, I'm telling you, he really took after you. And he said, well, he's adopted. My wife and I can't have children. About two years later, something happened, and she started having lots of children. And uh, so he had to put the carbuncus on that. But that little child began to take on the looks of that parent. And that's how we put off the old man and put on the new man. That's how we put on Christ and put off the old man. And so you've, you've seen it on TV, funniest videos. Dogs become, they, they almost become transformed into their owners. 
You know what I'm saying? It seems like they start looking like their owners. So, anyway, when you get adopted, you are part of the family. Whether you like it or not, you are right now. And I would encourage you to stop living out in the grass and in the yard. Come on in and receive the joint heirship that you have with the firstborn from the dead, Jesus Christ. So you are adopted. You are adopted. The uh, last thing that we'll look at is that you are forgiven. You are. You're not trying to be forgiven. You are forgiven. I'm forgiven of every transgression that I've ever done. And so we are forgiven. That means that we are pardoned by God. It is a sovereign decree or a sovereign pardon. And that is found in Colossians 2.13 that we have received not only redemption but the forgiveness of sins through Christ Jesus. So we just learned some of the things about salvation. And what I want to encourage you to do is that you start embracing that you're saved. But not just a portion of it, but all of it. Everything that you have been saved from, God will uphold in your life. See, if you get sick, all you have to do is start saying, God, I want to thank you that you saved me from sickness. I want to thank you, God, that you saved me from disease. I want to thank you that you saved me from viruses, God. I want to thank you that you protected me. You saved me. God just saved me from every work of the pestilent. You saved me from every work of the adversary of my soul. I want to thank you, God, that I'm saved. And then quote to God what he declared in the word about your salvation. Be bold about it. Be bold that you're a child of God. Be bold that you have favor with the Father. Be bold that he made a place for you at the table. Be bold he had a robe for you. Be bold he had sandals. Be bold he had a ring. Be bold that you take back your name and your place in Christ Jesus when you're saved. Hallelujah. So you're saved and we're discovering what salvation really is. It's not just something that we're promised, that we're trying to fight and work so hard to get. No, something that you already have. Yes, you are working on it daily, perfecting, judging things that are hindering it and judging things that are helping it. And yes, we have the great expectation that we, as we endure everything that tries to separate us from God, we will be saved. In other words the complete totality of the manifestation of God's will for us to be reconciled, to be called sons and daughters, to be saved, will come to pass in the end. All right, next week we're going to pick this up and take it a little further so that we can begin to understand if you're saved, you're saved. If you're a son or daughter, you're a son or daughter. If you're converted, you have a new way of walking. If you have been regenerated, you got a whole new nature. If you're forgiven, you've been pardoned. Come on, hallelujah. So next week we'll join us. Uh, you join back here and Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. Tomorrow, the line of hope. We'll see you tomorrow on the line of hope or Sunday in the service. Don't join us late. Join us on time so we can be a family of faith. God bless you guys. Bye-bye.